We thank you, my Father, my God. King of glory, be lifted high. We have come to worship you. We have come to give you praise and thanks, my Father, my God. Because you deserve it. You deserve all the honor. You deserve all the glory, my Father, my God. Our Savior. Our Father, my Father, my God, we bless your holy name this morning. Creator of the universe, no one compares to you, King of glory. No one is like you in the whole universe, my Father, my God. The sun, the moon, and the stars all proclaim your glorious creation. And we are here to worship you, my Father, my God, and declare your majesty, and declare that you are King forever. No one is like you, Prince of Peace. We bless your holy name, my Father, my God. This morning, may you take full charge. May I decrease as you increase, my Father, my God. May I disappear as you appear, Lord. Just use me as your mouthpiece, my Father, my God, for your word today, Lord. May you take full charge of me, take full control. I surrender all to you, my Father, my God. May you also keep lifting my mother, my spiritual mother, the one you have given us to keep to carry the word, my Father, my God. Our prophet, prophet of the Lord. May you keep elevating her Lord keep using her for generations keep using her for nations my father my God this morning be exalted king of glory this morning be exalted king of glory speak to us Lord speak to us we are just your vessels be glorified in Jesus name hallelujah hallelujah somebody are you happy to be in the house of the Lord are you happy to be in the house of the Lord do you have good health this morning? Are you breathing without an oxygen tank this morning? Are you in Muhimbili or Yerema, the faithful church? If you're here, can you just give a mighty praise? Shabbat, Shabbat before the King of glory. Give him a praise, a shout offering to the King of kings. Hallelujah. Worship him. Thank you so much. You may take your seats viewers all over the world we welcome you to our live service airing direct from Rema the faithful church can you take your time also to invite somebody to hear the word today if they are in their houses as they are wherever they are right now they are felt to go to church they might hear a word that can transform them they might hear a word that can speak in their lives and make a difference so do not also just take it for yourself but take it also to other people invite five people five people to also watch together with you Hallelujah. I just honor the mighty presence of God in this place. It is heavy in this place. I honor my mother, my prophet. That's not how you celebrate a mighty prophet of God. I want to honor you, the VIP in this house. You may take your seats and we go straight to the word. I also want to honor all the ministers of God in this place, elders. I'm your minister, Minister Princess. I'm a daughter of uh, a Brigadier General, Prophetess Riza. I'm the minister on duty today, checking in. Hallelujah. We are going to be cruising 
at a level of 35,000, I don't know what is it, uh, 35,000 feet or 35,000 what? Hallelujah. But I guess you're going to get something today. I'm just so honored to be even ministering before my mother because I thought she'll take the mic for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I bless God for this chance and opportunity to speak to you also viewers who are with us, connected. The topic is hindrances to fruitfulness. We are in the month of fruitfulness. So there are some things that can hinder you from being fruitful. And if you are not aware of them, you continue being unfruitful. And you also do nothing about them. You continue being unfruitful. Hallelujah. So it's about identifying those hindrances that can affect the fruitfulness God wants you to have. When I'm talking about hindrances, I'm talking about anything that provides resistance, delay, or obstruction to something or to someone. Hallelujah. A restraint, a restriction, a limitation, something that interrupts fruitfulness, something that can complicate fruitfulness, something that can stop or give a drawback to fruitfulness or setback to fruitfulness or something that can make fruitfulness difficult for you. A hurdle, a blockage, a deterrent, an interruption, a stumbling block, a drag, hallelujah. All these words just describes a hindrance. Hallelujah. What a hindrance is. Hallelujah. And fruitfulness has been all taught this whole month by mighty ministers of God in this place and also our prophet has been teaching us what fruitfulness is. And I don't want so much to dwell on that. Hallelujah. But maybe for those that might have missed the lessons, it was about producing. Hallelujah. Fruitfulness is productiveness. Hallelujah. Fertility, getting good results. It is a state of being productive. The more fruitful you are, the more you produce. Hallelujah. Fruitfulness also brings multiplication. It produces more. That's when we realize you are being fruitful. Just one, maize, uh, one plant of maybe a mango tree, it can produce many mangoes in the tree. Hallelujah. But it starts with just one one fruit or one seed from a mango tree you plant it it produces many fruits many mango fruits hallelujah so that's fruitfulness everybody everybody needs to be fruitful our father in heaven expects us to be fruitful like we've been taught this whole month that if you're not fruitful or the branches that are not fruitful they are cut down the tree that does not bear fruit is cut down. So we need to be fruitful, but we also are basing more on the hindrances. Oh, what can stop? What can give a drawback? What can make it difficult? What can make fruitfulness complicated? What can restrict fruitfulness? 
Hallelujah. If a father, you expect your children to be fruitful, you pay fees, knowing that tomorrow their future is going to produce fruits for themselves and even for the family. Our mother prophet here, as she is, she's mentoring people. So she also expects us to bear fruits. She also needs to see the fruitfulness of her labor in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. The impartation she gives is in working. Father in heaven expects you to be fruitful. Even if you're a business person, you invest your money, you invest your time, your energy into doing a business or something. You expect fruitfulness. You expect to bear something from that business. Hallelujah. Even the president of the nation expects fruitfulness in his country. He needs his ministers to work in different ministries to produce good results for the sake of the nation and for the sake of all nationalities in his nation. Hallelujah. Us as teachers as well, we expect children, when you're teaching them, you expect them to come out with the knowledge you're teaching them. You expect them to score A grades. You expect them to be the top-notch students that wherever they go, they're identified. Hallelujah. But what is it that can stop? What is it that can hinder those things coming out? Is what we want to go through. Hallelujah. Let's just read very fast. We'll just, let's read very fast from Matthew chapter 7, verse 16 to 20. Can I have the word? Hallelujah. See, by their fruits you will recognize them. Uh, do people pick grapes from thorns or figs from thistles? Hallelujah. That, sorry, can you just go there? Back there? Do people pick grapes from thorns? Bushes? Or figs from thistles? So already you see that thorns and bushes also there are hindrances. Hallelujah. And thistles are hindrances. Hallelujah. Let's go. Even so, every healthy tree bears good fruit. So already you see that if it's not healthy, it will not bear fruit. Hallelujah. But the unhealthy tree bears bad fruit. So already the unhealthiness already. Let's go. A good tree cannot be a bad fruit. Nor can a bad tree be a good fruit. Let's go. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. The last verse. Therefore, by their fruit, you will recognize them. Hallelujah. You want to produce fruits right? You want to bear fruit right? If it's a well-watered plant, last time Minister Nemo was talking to us, it will produce good fruit. Hallelujah. But a hindrance, let's go to the hindrance. Also, let's go to Matthew. Chapter 13, verse uh, 1. We will not read the whole chapter because we know about this because of time. But we just want to browse through. Matthew 13, verse 1. Let's start from verse 1. 
uh, from verse, let's start from verse 3. Sorry. He told them many things in parables, saying, Listen carefully. That was Jesus. A sower went out to sow seed in the field. Let's run very fast. And as he sowed, some seed fell beside the road between the field, and the birds came and ate it. Other seed fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil. And at once, they sprang out because they had no depth of soil. Hallelujah. That's a hindrance already. Be taking down of those hindrances, but I'll run through them also with you. Other seed, but when the sun rose, they were scorched. It already, the sun scorching, it already hindered the seed from growing. And because they had no root, lack of root, they withered away. Hallelujah. Let's go. Other seed fell among thorns. And thorns came up and shook them out. Other seed fell on good soil and yielded grain. Some a hundred times as much as was sown. Some sixty times as much and some thirty. Let's go, let's go very fast. He who has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my words. Can we move first? Sorry. Then the disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the crowds in parables? Jesus replied to them, To you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been granted. For whoever has wisdom because he is receptive to God's word, to him, to him more will be given. And he will be richly and abundantly supplied. But whosoever does not spiritual, have spiritual wisdom because he has devalued God's word, even what he has will be taken away from him. Hallelujah. Making the word of God fundamental. And if no word of God, it makes it a big hindrance to your fruitfulness. This is the reason I speak to the crowds in parable. Because while having the power of seeing, they did not see. And while having this, they did not hear. So can we can we go just skip to to verse fifteen maybe, fifteen, verse fifteen, because he was trying to explain the parables. Hallelujah. Listen then to the meaning of the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand and grasp it. The evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the one on whom seed has sown beside the road. The one on whom seed was sown on rocky ground. This is the one who hears the word and at once welcomes it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but is only temporary. And when pressure, hallelujah, also be jotting down these points from the biblical perspective. The pressure, another hindrance, pressure. Write it down, we'll go through it. Or persecution, that's another hindrance. Write it down, comes because of the word. Immediately, he stumbles and falls away. Abandoning the one who is the source of salvation. And the one on whom seed was sown among thorns. This is the one who hears the word, but the worries. Write down worries as a hindrance there. Worries and distractions. Write the distractions of the world and the deceitfulness. Write deceitfulness. The superficial pleasures and delight. Write pleasures of the world. Riches of the world. Hallelujah. Choke the word and it yields no fruit. Hallelujah. So if it yields no fruit, that means there is no fruitfulness. And the one on whom seed was sown on the good soil. 
This is the one who hears the word and understands and grasps it. He indeed bears fruit and yields some a hundred times as much as was sown. Some 60 times as much and some 30. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I guess already you've you've already realized some hindrances to fruitfulness, but I also go deeper with other hindrances to fruitfulness. Hallelujah. This parable, the sower, just shows us because fruitfulness is the uh, the end result from the sowing. Hallelujah. Fruitfulness, when you are sowing, you can be sowing in your business, in your health. You're keeping your health. Our mother was talking about us last week. I felt also she was like talking to me. Hallelujah. About regarding health. So whatever also you're sowing in your mouth, you reap the outcome. Hallelujah. So whatever you are sowing on the ground, how you sow it determines the outcome. Where you sow it determines the outcome. The places the kind of soil. Hallelujah. Jesus was giving a parable where also other seeds fell on thorns. You know what are thorns? They prick. So imagine a plant coming out from a thorn bush. It won't go. It won't grow well. Because those thorns will start attacking it. It will not have place or space to, to bear fruits. Hallelujah. If it's a rocky ground, the seeds cannot penetrate in. It can be our rock heads. Things are put in, but it's like they're falling on a hard rock. The word of God is planted in us, but it's like it's falling on a hard rock and there is no good soil. Or you are on the surface. You are not rooted somewhere. So you are easily swept away. By the pleasures of the world. They come and tell you. Let's go to the disco. Let's go have some beers. Let's go get some girls. You are easily swept away. Because of the pleasures of the world. You are not, you are not on stronger ground. You are not rooted firmly. Hallelujah. Hindrances is bad soil. Hallelujah. So in terms of plans, but for us, bad friends, bad spouses, yes, spouses, bad ones, they can hinder your fruitfulness. Bad business partners, they can hinder your fruitfulness no matter how much you want to be fruitful. Bad people around. The people who surround you. There is the bad soil around you. That will stop you from being a good tree. There is no way you can be on bad ground and produce good fruit. There is no way. That equation won't be solved if it's mathematically. Hallelujah. Another one was 
persecution. Let's just write down these points because there are so many distractions and we'll go through them and explain them. Obsession on material things. The cares of this world. Let's just write down all those points. We'll just be picking and we'll just explain because of time. Fear. It's also another hindrance to fruitfulness if you fear. Sleep or slumber. It's another hindrance to fruitfulness. Because there's no way you can be fruitful and you're just sleeping when others are working. And they expect to produce fruits. So sleep or slumber is a hindrance to fruitfulness. So the moment you identify these hindrances, try to solve them for you to be fruitful. If you're a sleeper, try to change for you to be fruitful. Because you have to be fruitful at the end. Or else will be chopped down. Discouragement. Discouragement. Some people can come with discouragement. So make sure you move away from people who discourage you from achieving what you are supposed to achieve. They will tell you you cannot do it. You are not qualified. But yet in your spirit and your heart, you know you are, you are supposed to do this. So don't be discouraged. Distractions. The evil uses distractions to stop us from being, bearing fruits. Hallelujah. You will come with enticing things in front of you. It's like you're dangling a toy on a, on a child and they just want to grab it like this. You are distracting them from focusing on other things. Hallelujah. So distraction means you not focus on the actual things you're supposed to be focusing on. You are now focusing on the wrong things that are distracting you. So the enemy often uses because we are wrestling not against flesh and blood but against powers and principalities of the devil. Hallelujah. So the devil here is the one who will bring these hindrances to you so as not to produce good fruit because your father in heaven expects you to produce good fruit. When he says be fruitful and multiply, he needed you to be fruitful. He needed multiplication to come out of you. But the devil, the father of lies, will bring all this to distract you from being fruitful. Tribulations. Trials, can you say trials and tribulations? Trials will come in your life, either you want it or not. But do not allow them to swerve you and hinder you from being, from, from being fruitful. You will face many challenges. You will face many difficulties. But they are there to mold you. Come out of it. Come out of those trials. That's why they are trials. It means they are tr you are being tried. So for sure you can be tried or you can refuse to be tried. Tribulations. 
persecution. The last of this of, of the things, hallelujah, the, the last of the things of the earth, hallelujah. This last can even mean sexual last pleasures. It can be even alcohol. Narcotic drugs, those are the last of the world. Hallelujah. Porn, to some people, porn, you cannot sleep without watching porn. It distracts you, hinders you from being fruitful in marriage, in the area of marriage. So it is there to distract you. Money. Some people concentrate so much on finding money, then we think we live only for money in the whole world. Yes, money answers all things, but the love of it, the lust of it, becomes a bad thing. Too much of something is always bad. Even if it's a plant, you put a lot of water on that plant, it becomes saturated that it cannot even suck the, the normal water it needs, that plant can die. Hallelujah. If it's too much sunlight on a plant, plants need sunlight, yes. But if it's too much of it, it can scorch the leaves and they become brown and it dies. So you need to have a balance of these things. Hallelujah. Because too much also becomes a hindrance to you being fruitful. Stigmatization. I'm adding biblical points to the normal things that we live on right now. Hallelujah. But also these things you also find in the Bible. Mockery. You are being mocked. Sometimes you just feel like, I cannot not perform, I cannot not do. It hinders you from being fruitful. Hatred. Sometimes you just feel this is too much hurt around me. So instead of concentrating on being fruitful, you are also diverted. Your attention is diverted. Peer pressure. Peer pressure, hindrance to fruitfulness. Bad morals corrupts good behavior. So you can be easily swept away if the word of God is not rooted in you. You're easily swept by your friends. Let's go steal this thing. Let's go do this. You're easily swept. Peer pressure. So run away from bad friends. Bitterness. If you're bitter inside you, the fruits that will come out of you is also bitter. Hallelujah. There is no way a lemon can be an orange. There is no way a lime can be a pineapple. Hallelujah. So what you put inside also determines your fruitfulness. If you've got bitter inside you, also you're easily angered. You can't 
do the things you're supposed to do. Offenses. You take offense at any single thing. If you're a person who's easily offended, it directly affects your fruitfulness. Where you're supposed to be, where you're supposed to go, if you're easily affected, ah, Pastor Joyce just comes here and not even knowing, she just says something that can offend me. I take it personal. It can affect even receiving a good word from her that can change my life and make me fruitful. It can also stop me even from receiving help. When I might need help, she might be the only person who can help me. But you start avoiding that person. And maybe they are the only people who can help you with the problem you have. So that you can move to the next level of being fruitful. So if you're someone who easily takes offenses, you reduce your level of fruitfulness. We know fruitfulness is in different levels. Hallelujah. It can be tenfold, fiftyfold, hundredfold. So sometimes where you're supposed to produce hundredfold, you find yourself you're now producing twentyfold because of offenses. So these things hinders the level, even the level, not only fruitfulness, but the level of fruitfulness. Hallelujah. Unforgiveness. Unforgiveness. If you're someone who keeps on holding people in your heart, you also hinder your harvest. You hinder your fruitage. You hinder your level of bearing fruits. Hallelujah. Learn to forgive people. Learn to let go. Don't carry them, you know, don't give them free rent in your heart. They don't pay a single shilling and you move with them. They don't pay any rent charge. Free them. Free your heart and you start springing forth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes you can even not forgive your parents. Maybe they have not even sent you to school. You just hold it in your heart. You forget that you can still do something now and be fruitful. You can even be fruitful without the education. You can start a business and be successful. Employ the ones that are educated and they work for you. And you can be successful. You can be fruitful. Hallelujah. Selfishness. Selfishness. It hinders your fruitfulness. I'm not going deep with the explanations because of time, but I know as I'm just reading out these points, something is already coming in your, in your mind that is hindering. When it's selfishness, you already know which field is hindering. Hallelujah. You can't be selling fish. Hallelujah. <laughs> Selfishness. Hallelujah. 
learn to be a generous person. Learn to be a, per- a person who considers others. Don't think the whole world radiates just around you. It has to be just around you. It has everything has to be about you. It can affect your fruitfulness. Because sometimes people can see that behavior and where they're supposed to also help you go up, they fail to help you because they know you're a selfish person. Or sometimes you don't need Let's for, say for example, you're a person when you have your 10,000 is yours and yours alone. The time you will need 20,000 to boost your 10,000, you will not find one person who's ready to give you. Unless if they just cared. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Confusion. Take out confusion from your parameters because if you are confused if you are confused <laughs> you say confu- we say confused cockroach if you are confused you can fail to discover things that you are supposed to to take hallelujah I'm moving fast today stress and depression these are major hindrances as well to your fruitfulness don't allow stress and depression to take charge of you because when they do you will not focus you will lose your attention you start thinking of the thing that are stressing you before knowing it you already you have gone into depression and when you go to depression to come out of it is not an easy puzzle so avoid thinking too much unnecessarily just trust in god and know your your life is in god's hands Have you ever realized that the moment you're stressing about something you fail to think about the most important things you're supposed to do? You might be in church right now but your mind is somewhere else. You've already failed to receive the word of the moment because of stress. Hallelujah. The word cannot sink in it cannot be rooted in you. because you are not here so you miss out on the word because of stress because of depression where you're supposed to come out of solutions you're just thinking of how to come out of this particular situation you already miss being fruitful in other areas so try as much to avoid stress My prophet was teaching us mind your mind what you think of Hallelujah Let it be baggage in baggage out Don't let it stay inside your mind and start concentrating and thinking it too hard You know you can be talking to a person they answer you 
on another, and they are thinking of something, they are answering you really different from what you are telling them. They are not there with you. They can be moving in the road like this. They will not see the car passing just near them. Or even people around them. They can drop a phone, they cannot even realize they have dropped a phone. Stress and depression. Very dangerous. So mind your mind. Hallelujah. Being in confined places. If you're in a place where there are thorns, there are thistles around you, you will not grow. If you're a place where it can limit your progress, it can limit your going forward, come out of that place. If you're to reap your harvest, you're at a place like this, where fruits are produced. You live a place where fruits are produced. You go to a place where you not produce fruits and you expect to bear the same fruits. That won't happen. So be in a place where you, where you reap the fruits. For me here, I always reap spiritual fruits. Spiritual things are fed in, are planted inside. And spiritual things will come out of me and I'll come out fruitful. Just choose yourself. Not to be in a place where you're limited. Even your capacity is limited. If you're at a workplace where they tell you you can't do this, yet you know you can go extra mile in achieving it better. Get out of that place because you are not needed. You will limit your fruitfulness. There are some people good in designing. They're in a place where they are cleaning toilets. You are limiting your level of fruitfulness. Hallelujah. You are in a confined place. Move out of that and go to a place where you know just good fruits. Hallelujah. Viewers, I hope you're following and you're writing down these points as well. And the moment you also master over these, that's the time you become fruitful. The moment you choose for them not to be a drawback, to be a setback, to stop you from moving forward, being fruitful, reaping a harvest, is the time you realize good things in your life starts to happen. You start to see blossoming. You see fruitage. Hallelujah. Lack of planning, another point. If you don't plan your life, you don't plan anything in your life, your level of fruitfulness will be hindered. You have an event, you just expect it's a wedding, you walk up in a wedding, everything's already set up and you've done no planning about that wedding. There are no people to do your deco, there are no people to, do, to cook your food and you just think that tomorrow you'll find everything there. It can ruin your fruitfulness. Hallelujah. But if you plan things, they will come out successfully. They will come out very well. If you plan your life, 
your life will be fruitful. Hallelujah. Lack of skill or expertise. These points, I was just jotting them just as I got here because the Holy Spirit in this place is just so marvelous. I was just looking at the worship team and you cannot just expect to be in key. We know there's Doremi, Vasola, Tido, those seven keys. Hallelujah. Go like Doremi, Vasola, Tido. So the moment Victor Keys plays his keys, he picks a D and you're in E. There is no way you can sing or worship in a fruitful way. Hallelujah. You have not gone to practice. Lack of skill. Lack of practice. Don't... F- don't expect a miracle to happen when you're in front here and you have not practiced. Practice makes perfect. Hallelujah. And it brings the good fruits. The moment you keep on worshiping, the moment you keep on getting better and better and better, the moment you keep on practicing your skills, the moment you become better and better and better, Hallelujah. 